Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, and I thought it would be fun to share my list of top 10 movies of this year. I've seen quite a number of movies, not all of them. Uh, I am not a film critic, and so you know I can't dedicate my entire life to movies, but I am a storyteller and a filmmaker, and so I love to go see movies as part of my research. And so I've seen quite a number, and I thought it'd be fun to share that with you of what really resonated with me and why. Right, so hopefully um, it draws you to check some of these out. So we'll go from from number ten all the way to number one. Right, we'll do it as is tradition via a countdown. So let's start with uh, number ten, Scream. Technically Scream Five, but you know it was titled Scream, and this is the fifth entry in the uh, horror franchise this meta commentary of horror films and stuff like that. And this introduces a new cast of characters. In fact, there's a trailer out for the next Scream, which takes place in New York. And I think that looks good. And, you know, so this this uh, quote-unquote original Scream, uh, if you will, really set these n- new characters up really well while integrating the old ones and having uh, quite a number of surprises and thrills and so forth. So I think it really honors what this franchise has always been about, you know, and really restores it, if you will, to its heyday. So um, that is Scream and why I enjoyed it. Number nine, in keeping with this horror theme, I really loved X. So X is about, um, it's this uh, 1970s horror, uh, you know, it's set in there and it's about a bunch of kids that go off to make, as the title implies, porno film utilizing you know the latest technology right homemade cameras that you can now do this and they were gonna go and sell this and make lots of money but they get to um, you know essentially the equivalent of an airbnb back in the 1970s right there's a farm and um, there's a side house that these people are renting out and that's where these kids essentially get into debauchery and it goes haywire from there. And uh, it, it's really kind of came out of nowhere. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, thought it was uh, ha- had like good jump scares and plot development and so forth. Like it, really, really wonderful film. Coming in at number eight for me is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. This is uh, the Nick Cage movie uh, about Nick Cage as the character, right? So it's kind of parodying him and his life. Um, essentially, there's someone who's obsessed with him, wants to collaborate with him on a new movie. And uh, through all this, he kind of ends up in this action buddy comedy type of scenario um, with Pedro Pascal. And I think it's just really wonderful. You know, I think if you like Nick Cage, just in general, you don't have to have seen all of his movies. I think just honors him as a person, as well as being a great standalone movie overall. So, yeah, it was just a ton of fun. Um, so, really enjoyed that one. Coming in at number seven for me is The Daniels Everything Everywhere All at Once. And as the title implies, it's got everything everywhere all at once. It really does. It's so wacky and inventive. And what they're able to do on a $25 million budget, this is really the movie that that could, right? Like just the, the, the little engine that could, this movie could. And it got to massive box office returns. 
um, because it just, as zany as it is, at its core, it has so much heart and gets at something, you know, gets at family, gets at this sort of longing and loneliness that, that many of us feel. So, yeah, I, I love that inventiveness, and they use a lot of styles and genres, blending it all together. Um, really, really well done. Um, so, for me, that comes in at number seven, well-deserved. Number six, Triangle of Sadness. So, this was a movie that um, I was curious to see. Um, heard good things. It's... Uh, it won the Palme d'Or at Cannes Film Festival. And, you know, I'd, I'd seen the director's previous works, um, you know, Force Majeure, uh, The Square, and it's a very dry sort of type of humor. And this one's his most accessible, I would say. And it really, I didn't, I, I avoided all spoilers going into it and really enjoyed the social commentary. I thought it's witty, um, it made me laugh, and there's sequences throughout that, uh, you know, just the enjoyment level with an audience. Like, it was it was literally like being on a roller coaster where we were laughing and, ooh, ah, like, it was amazing. So I had a really good time with this at the movie theater. I, I, I actually saw it twice, um, and both times were really awesome. So uh, the only thing that prevents it from going further up for me is the ending is a little bit, you know, it, it leaves a little bit to be desired for me, and I'm not the only one to say this. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those open for interpretation. And I think it works overall, but but I think there was a, a stronger way to perhaps land it, and for that reason, um, that's why it's at number six and not uh, even higher up. Number five, decision to leave. This is a cop romance movie. It's a foreign language film, but really, really well done. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I loved about it is the idea that this detective, he's working on multiple cases at once, right? Which is how it's supposed to be, right? It's very true to life and, and, and that plays into the actual character. So it's not just one case that he's trying to solve. He's, you know, piecing together all these things and how it's affecting him. And, you know, the woman who's a primary suspect, you know, how that involves her. And so the storyline is just phenomenal, number one. Number two, the the technique of it is, I mean, it's a master class in inventiveness, um, different than everything everywhere all at once. This, um, this is much more, I don't want to say traditional, but a lot more methodical, if you will, whereas everything everywhere all at once, it serves its purpose, but it's, a, you know, on the zanier side of things, right? You, like this, um, yeah, it, it's just it's, it's just different, but it's, it's beautiful and um, you feel like everything's real in the frame and then come to find out, like they basically shot this using green screen pretty much entirely. Like it's, it just boggles the mind. Um, and... Yeah, just a very tragic love story, crime, thriller. Um, it was just beautiful to watch. So that's Decision to Leave. Then at number four, we have one of my favorite movies. Like, this was just a sleeper for me. Bodies, bodies, bodies. You know, so few times 
am I watching a movie and you know, I'm frustrated with it. I'm kind of like, oh, where's this going? I'm over it. And then it gets to its ending and this is so well-deserved. Unlike other movies where it just falls flat. This, I did not see the, I did not see this coming. This is, you know, a group of just kind of, let's say 20 something, like just very early 20s, if that, um, they get together for a hurricane party, right? Which is exactly what it sounds like. There's a hurricane uh, and they're going to shelter together and just party, right? And where it leads to from there is just insanity. Um, And I think it reveals so much about the anxiety of Gen Z. It's so honest. um, And yet, you know, me not as a Gen Zer, I can see myself reflected within each of the characters. Um, just beautiful, beautiful to watch. Really well done, um, comedic and stuff like that, and, and really, really earns its ending. Um, so that's Bodies, 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 an amazing, amazing movie. All right, now we're getting to the the top tiers, right? The final, final few. So coming in at number three for me. Uh, which most people probably wouldn't expect that this would even make the list, let alone uh, be at number three, but Jackass Forever. You know, this is one of those movies that I just needed. Uh, you know, I love the Jackass crew. Um, I got to watch this with my cousin in Slovakia, and, you know, uh, he doesn't speak English, but, you know, just the fact that we could bond over this movie and enjoy it without him needing to understand, you know, what the hell they're saying. That means something, right? That's what we love. That's why this is like a global brand. And they, you know, after so many years, continue to just deliver and really strive to be as they, like, entertain their audience, right? Which for them means putting their bodies at risk for our pleasure. And there's, of course, new cast members that are brought in. I thought they did phenomenal. So... Yeah, you know, it's everything that I would have expected and and yet then some, right? Um, It's just amazing. And, you know, after a few hard years in general, it was just the relief I needed. Like there wasn't really a moment where I wasn't laughing for, I mean, let's say 90 minutes or so, right? So it's also not that long. Um, And it's just, yeah. It's, and it's a movie that I can revisit and still have a blast with. So that's Jackass Forever. Number two, Top Gun Maverick. This is a movie that is far and above better than its uh, predecessor, right? And, and the fact that, like, you know, after so many years, it's like, they're going to do a Top Gun sequel? Really? Who's going to care? It's a, it's a movie that stands alone. You know, many people who have never seen the first one thoroughly enjoyed this one, and it's well-deserved. You know, it looks phenomenal, and story-wise... It, like, you know, it grips you on the edge of your seat. They, what they do is a, a wonderful job of laying out what the mission ultimately is going to end up being and, you know, how they're going to achieve success or, or what are the things to look out for that could lead to failure. So it does a wonderful job of that. It spells out for you and you're, you know, you're in that jet with them as you're watching this thing and, 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 and you know, you're like, please, let's pull this off type of thing. And, Beyond that, the character development and the motions, the dynamic of each of these characters, really, really well done. You know, this, yes, it's a traditional story, so to speak. Um, You know, it's a throwback 
you know, where it doesn't have like that meta commentary of X, Y, and Z. Like it just, it's a straightforward narrative. And in a way that's very refreshing. Um, and yeah, I just absolutely loved it um, for all those reasons. So now before I get to my number one pick, I would like to give an honorable mention, which is Avatar The Way of Water. This is the sequel to Avatar. You know, I think it is a phenomenal experience. It doesn't, like, story-wise is what I'm ultimately grading these movies on or just the experience of it. Um, And certainly I had a wonderful, wonderful experience. And you can't, none of these other movies replicate the Avatar 2 experience. And, you know, maybe that's why it just needs to be in a different category all on its own. Um, You know, I thought it was a vast improvement from the original in terms of its story. Visually, uh, yes. Like, I think, uh, you know, it is a marvel to behold. So that's Avatar, The Way of the Water. And coming in at number one, a movie that took me by surprise. You know, I'd been trying to go see it for a couple of weeks um, after it had come out. You know, like, when it first came in, I was trying to go see it, and it just never worked out, and it took me a couple of weeks and eventually it felt like I was just doing a chore of going to see it. But man, it took me by surprise. And that's Banshees of Inisherin. This is Colin Farrell um, and at, a, at his absolute best alongside an amazing cast. And it's, it's a movie that never have I laughed harder yet knowingly had my heart ripped open. It works on so many levels and it's so simplistic in terms of what it is and and because of that it can go so goddamn deep and emotional and where it gets to it it it, it just you know I didn't expect it to go where it where it went and what it reveals really touched me and I think it touched a lot of people So, yeah, that's Banshees of Inner Sharon. Really, really phenomenal movie about um, two friends where one of them just decides, you know, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. And it seems so silly, and yet it works so wonderfully and powerfully. So that's Banshees of Inner Sharon. So just to give a quick recap, Scream, five at number 10. Number nine is X. Number eight is unbearable weight of massive talent. Number seven, everything, everywhere, all at once. Number six, triangle of sadness. Number five, decision to leave. Number four, bodies, bodies, bodies. Number three, jackass forever. Number two, Top Gun Maverick. Honorable mention is Avatar, The Way of Water. And coming in at number one is Banshees of Inner Sharon. Now, of course, you probably will agree with some of the picks. Maybe the placement's different. You probably will disagree on uh, the various picks. So let me know your top 10 list um, and why, you know, like let's, let's, obviously this is my list. It's not a definitive list. You know, I'm curious to know your picks and, and the reasons why. And as long as we're respectful, I think that's awesome, right? We can have a great conversation talking about our love of movies, which is what it's all ultimately about. Um, and maybe from, you know, your list, I discover some movies that I hadn't heard of and, you know, hidden gems that I can go check out and hopefully vice versa. So that's the whole point ultimately of all of this. Anyway, thank you so much. I truly appreciate you and hope to see you next time.